You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, what's up? Thank you so so much for joining us back. My name is Damo. Hey, this is a girl, Ja. And we're the Pop Culture Critics. Hey, and, hey. All right, so we made it to our second episode. So <laughs> since we're in our second episode, you know how you already know how we do. We start off with our spotlights. And today I'm actually going to sh- uh, spotlight um, a seven-year-old um, by the name of uh, Rudolph Blaze, um, a.k.a. Blaze Ingram. Uh, he's a seven-year-old out of Tampa uh, Bay who basically is the child version of Usain Bolt. Um, he's out here really killing the game, really working and really thriving um, to really work towards his goal at seven years old. So shout out to uh, Rudolph. You rock. Absolutely. And so my spotlight goes out to a young lady. Um, Actually, she's in sixth grade. She's from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Let's go. Children on the way. Of the okay. Future. And she is out here recreating a lot of um, black women for, uh, you know, Black History Month. All right. And. Um, she re- recently recreated the becoming um, cover, the book cover of Michelle Obama, and um, I'm just trying to find her name. I do apologize; it really went away from me. So, a uh, Brooklyn Jones is her name, Brooklyn Jones. So, I could, <laughs> her name really had went away from me. I, I, my screen went black, but yeah, her name is Brooklyn Jones. She's from Milwaukee. Love you, you lovely young lady, and it's been getting a lot of headlines out here lately. And so, I'm just really proud of her. So, congrats to her. Shout out to both spotlights. Children are the way of the future for both of those. For the, both of them to be so young, mm-hmm. already really portraying, you know, one their personalities and what they want to be and who they admire. Shout out to you guys for just being the future. Period. All right. Let's so, jump right into it. All right. So the first topic of the day, we have the Grammys, the performances, and the winners. Woo. And also people's responses to Cardi B winning, Ariana responses, Smokey Robinson's response to the mom, <laughs> to the Motown tribute, Ronda Ross, and um, Cardi B's response as well to all the haters. All right. So personally, the Grammys was a little weak to me based on prior Grammys. Okay. This was not one of the better Grammys, in my opinion. Right. However, there were some really, really great, um, really key points um, in the Grammys mm-hmm. this year. Um, as far as the winners, there were some people that I feel like they did work, and I'm not even really a fan of Travis Scott. However, I do feel like his body of work did need to be recognized in the Grammys and should have won at least one of the categories he was nominated for. Which one do you think he should have won? I don't really think it was really a rap album of the year worthy, to be quite honest with you. Maybe a rap song of a the year. A rap song. Maybe rap song of the year was definitely, he could have earned song, a Grammy I, for that I one. I think should have won the Grammy. Now, the other ones, it was great to be nominated. Um, if it was me, I, it would be an honor just to be nominated. However, I do feel like, again, collectively with his body of work, he should have walked away with at least one of the Grammys he was nominated for. Um, now... I don't really feel like Cardi B should have really won. I rap don't. Out. I just don't feel like she has put the work in. Now, to, mind you, we to, don't know Cardi. Be, you feel me? She could have. She, she could have. It's put people been, that's been in the game way too long. Has been thriving and striving and grinding. True. And you out here because you got a. <laughs> I, I just and people are really now. That's just my personal opinion about her winning. As mm-hmm. far as like you know, I really don't feel like she's really deserved. You know, I ain't gonna no, say she but doesn't. It's not deserve knocking it. her. It's, it's she did work hard on her album. I'm right. not knocking that she didn't. You know, work hard on her album. What I am saying is, like I said, there are, are a lot of other artists that I feel like were more deserving of rap that, album of rap album of the year. Period. Now, who do you think should have, in your personal opinion, who you think should have won besides Cardi and Travis? Honestly, I would have maybe Daytona, but I didn't like the the cover they used for. Yeah, I think it's it's collective. Like you can't just base it on one thing, right? Um, I wish J Cole actually would have put up his. If um, J Cole would have put his album up, which I I applaud him for not doing an album just to get a Grammy or just for the applause. Like he's really you know wanted to put a body of work out for his fans. Um so personally my vote would have actually been for J Cole. He wasn't up but I would have voted for Probably J. Cole. the same, the same as well. But like um let's go back to move back to Cardi a little bit. Um people were saying, you know, she didn't deserve it because she's essentially being awarded as a karaoke singer um or a rapper in a sense because she doesn't necessarily rap her whole entire lyrics or her her songs um, by herself. Um, 
And how do you feel about songwriters? This is a feature heavy. I mean, they're ghostwriters and and these songwriters. They they are awarded as well in their own right. So I don't want it to go like, oh, she's just stealing the credit from well, these these other artists well, who are writing. Well, ghostwriters don't really get credited at all. The point the point of them. Well, being they're a writer, right? But they do get writing credits though. Not and all, they, not all the time. Ghostwriters but, don't, and rap they don't. And rap music they necessarily don't because and the point of rap is to write to write and rap your own stuff. And if you're not write, writing and rapping your own things, then what's kind of like the point? You know what I mean? So you feel like the content that Cardi B put out is not her own content. Like this is some stuff she would not have just written. When you look at the writing credits on her, her album, it is filled with like writers galore. I mean like army of writers like literally per song and i just feel like okay she might have had a deal with it a little, little bit but i just don't feel like them bops them hits them those singles are not just her i'm not taking away like i said i'm not but taking this away album her. did help to bring her into out of just this hood rapper and i think that was the real point of her album to not just be classified as that like hood rapper no offense i love um remy ma but remy ma has been classified as that hood rapper who didn't necessarily transition into like pop she's solely like a rap artist and we see kind of what's going on or what has happened in the past with remy ma and not really getting the recognition that i feel she you know deserves so i think that it was smart how they positioned cardi they positioned her in a way that allowed her to cross over doing songs with Bruno Mars and Maroon 5. It allowed her to reach a, a, a even broader audience than just the hip-hop audience. And I definitely do under, I definitely understand that. I feel like also with Cardi, she has a lot playing for her as far as how she ended up in, in a good in a great position that she has been able to. One being that she is a Latina who can speak both English and Spanish, and that she plays up her racial ambiguity a little bit mm-hmm. to actually cross over. And I think that has actually aided her in crossing over to pop and things of that nature. So the what's thing- the difference? What would you say is the difference between a Cardi B and a Jocelyn Hernandez because both you know speak both languages. True, both are Spanish. Like, w- what do you think? They, that and they have was? both have similar personalities. Very you know, extra, uh-huh. very very extra, very similar personalities. And I think it's because when you look at Jocelyn, I do see I, when you, and when you look at Cardi, I do see here. Like I said, looks also do play into a role. And sometimes so the music, Cardi's more commercial. She, I think so, and I think she's more. She's been okay. branded as more likable, but a lot of people like Jocelyn Hernandez as well. But I think. I don't think, I think Cardi's been branded as more likable. I think, I think people. So. I think she's more amusing. I think she's definitely been branded in that way. Like, but then even that is still like, okay, she's more amusing. Therefore, I like you because you're just funny, and I want you to be around. Therefore, you're more you're more likable. I, I want you to be around me. Like, and Jocelyn's more confrontational. Is what you're saying? I'm not gonna say confrontational. I just feel like people give Cardi more of a pass for her her amusement okay. more so, and I think she's like, like a caricature in the sense of. I definitely will give you that. You know, she definitely she, is. Like, like a caricature. Like a, I, I just, I, and I don't, I don't like how they just put her with the black people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just be like, okay, well, we understand she may have some roots and, you know, some islands. You know what I mean? But it, it doesn't necessarily classify her to be. We all group together at this point. Uh, Moving right along. Uh, how do you feel <laughs> about the Motown tributes that went on? <laughs> 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 Honestly, I didn't think um, I didn't think Jennifer Lopez did a, a bad job. It's just I would never chose Jennifer Lopez to do a Motown tribute. Agreed. I don't think I think that, and based on what you know, Smokey Smokey Robinson was saying, um, it was just you know he doesn't think that she did a bad job. It was an honor to have an artist of her you know statue mm-hmm. to pay homage to these artists that came before her. Mm-hmm. And I definitely hear where he's coming from. I understand where he's coming from. I definitely am with you that I would not have chosen her. Mm-hmm to do the tribute and I don't necessarily agree that it it, it was solely her right. doing the tribute. I think there should have been like a little bit of a mixture in there. Even if she was the main um singer or performer mm-hmm. within that tribute, I've I would have broken up broken it up a little bit more. Personally I think she is an amazing performer. Yeah. yeah, she's a she's mm-hmm. an amazing entertainer. Mm-hmm. She is not my first choice in a in a singing battle. Not to mention, this is Motown. Okay, <laughs> and, we're known for the and vocals. It's so crazy too, because the last time she was actually nominated for a Grammy was two thousand one. Okay, two thousand. So I just don't know what this like. Sometimes 
Now, it's positioned to try to give you the hype. So maybe Motown's coming back out with something. We know Neo is over at Motown make, trying to make things happen. Mm-hmm. And so if this was trying to be like a revamp, we're going to get the Motown name really right back out in there. I right. don't feel like this was the best look to do that in because mm-hmm. you could have you could have positioned. You could have even positioned your artist whom maybe we don't have. They're not always in our forefront, mm-hmm. especially Motown gives you so much material to really show vocals. And I don't feel like that was presented in that tribute. And I definitely agree. And when I think about, like I said, when, like you said, when I think about Motown, I don't think about, you know. Jennifer Lopez. I don't think about Jennifer Lopez. I think about those those power ballads, those power vocals. Okay. I think about those. And she had the performance. Martha and the Vandales, the Temptations, Thank you. the Supremes. Thank you. Come I, on, Sm- Smokey Robinson himself. Come exactly. On. And I, I feel, like I said, entertainment-wise, I feel like it was there. You know what I mean? But I it just, was a good performance. So good, I'm not knocking but, her performance at all. It was really a good performance. It just was not on the money as far as selections. Then this goes back to my first statement: the Grammys ha- was not the same or not to the tier that it has been in past. Now they had utilized, even though Janelle Monae did perform, mm-hmm. they did utilize her a little bit more and actually made her like the person who giving the tribute. I think it would have been. Turned up, turned down. It, it would have been, been so, very extra because she's very, you know, out there as an entertainer. But she has. But I would be like, I will be, I will feel more connected with that because it, it shows that she actually, because she's have been, you know, a mm-hmm. person that's had like a lot of inspirations that's coming from Motown, and you can see that, and you can see how she works that into her her craft of now or in her music, and even though shout out to Jemon, uh, Janelle Monae because that performance was sickening. Okay, it was a really great performance. Okay. It was a really good performance. Um, I'm surprised she didn't win the Grammy that night for Dirty I Computer. I was kind of dis- disappointed about that. I because Dirty Computer was really good. <laughs> okay, Dirty Computer. You, did you hear the whole album? I, I, I didn't listen to the full album. Okay. However, there are specific songs on that album that personally I feel like were worthy of being, even if she didn't win, to be nominated. Right. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? So also continuing on to the, um, to, with the Grammys, um, with Smokey Robinson's response, do you feel like it was, do you feel like he's a little bit of out of touch because it's been so long and he is older? Well, sm- I'm not, we're not going to knock Smokey. We're not okay. going to knock, look, look, Smokey look. is still out here performing and selling out shows. We know that's okay? her sugar Shout daddy. Shout out Detroit. Look, that's her sugar daddy. Smokey, <laughs> you know, I need to give one meeting with you, okay? So you can see these vocals that we can get together, Okay. <laughs> However, I don't think it was out of touch. I think that it was needed because J-Lo was taking a lot of heat for the tribute um, and for it primarily being her. Mm -hmm. Um, She was taking a lot of heat. I think that it was very necessary for him to come out really between, you know, him, Diana Ross, um, Smokey Smokey Robinson, Barry Barry Gordy. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that it was very necessary for him to say something because they're really the faces. I mean, of course, you know. Um, the temptations and things like that. But as far as who's present right now, they're really the faces, you know, of Motown. So I think that definitely it was necessary for him to say something. But I understand what he was trying to say, that Motown is a lot bigger than just a race. But Mm -hmm. we can't, we're not going to deny that the fact that the predominant race of that has been black, you know what I mean? And the fact that, can we as black people... I understand what they were trying to do and they were trying to... But as a as Broaden a black, can we have like a person like Fantasia sing, singing a Selena song at the Latina Grammy? This is very true. Let's flip it. You know what I mean? That's a, come, can shout we have, out. Can can leave it in the comments if you guys feel like it would be okay for Fantasia to do a tribute to Selena um, to Selena. Let's be like, honest. Would that be accepted? Would that? Because Cardi, now Cardi probably could do, well, she is Latina, so that wouldn't be necessarily an issue. But people probably will still, people will still feel some type of way because Cardi can't sing. You know, she might come up with a ballad and, you know. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Rhonda Ross, okay, first of all, Rhonda. If you don't know, Rhonda Ross is um, Diana Ross's daughter. Mm-hmm. I think she's the oldest or the second oldest. She is the oldest. She's the oldest. And let me tell you, that phone, that that that's the meme of it all. <laughs> you have Rhonda literally just sitting there on her phone, not paying no type of, no type of mind, not caring the world to this Motown tribute. <laughs> and again, it, it was controversial just, be, just because J-Lo was mm-hmm. who they chose to present the tribute right um but again it it wasn't a bad job like j-lo did an outstanding job as she does with her other shows as well even with her uh, residency in vegas Mm -hmm. like she does she puts on 
a show and she's going to give you your money's worth. Oh. So it definitely, it didn't disappoint. I was disappointed on just how they structured it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there should have been a little bit more diversity. But I do understand what they were trying to do as far as broadening it so that it's not, you don't look at Motown as just, a, this is just for blacks. Mm. I, I definitely understand that. Like I said, I, I get the point of opening up the horizons. A part of me just don't feel like J-Lo was the person yeah, that, for it. Yeah, that wasn't the person for it. She didn't do a bad job, but I don't believe that she was a person for it. Okay, if she, if she wasn't the person for it, if you feel like that, who do you feel like would have been should have been chosen for it? Like I said, Janelle Monae would have been a, a great job for it. Or if they wanted to bring, if they wanted to still broaden it up by bringing somebody that's not black in it, I think a person like I don't know Robin Thicke could have been a, done a really great job. I mean, I just get I, you get that from him, even like a little bit of an Adele. I can see okay, I, I could see that or a Sam De- Smith. Adele, I mean, Sam Smith or, and Adele, I definitely agree with you because know, you can. And they said that they. A lot of people that they grew up listening to and the music that they really love is some of the Motown, you know, hits. Exactly. You know, if, um, you know, Tina Marie, God bless her soul, was still alive, you know, she would have turned Woo! it out. Okay? I was here for, I, I would be here for <laughs> Tina Marie. Um, and then, yeah, I, overall, the Grammys wasn't really the greatest this year. Try again next. Uh, <laughs> Try again. Thank you. Next. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So next on our topics today is 21 Savage. From, um, it's more so of an update. His release from ICE. Um, he was released on Bond and he's recently came out and did uh, an interview. Um, he's back home. He looks like he's still in good graces. He was in there, if I'm not mistaken, for 10 days. Mm-hmm. And um, literally 23 hours out of a 20, 23 out of 24 hour lockdown. Yes. And that is some crazy stuff. So how do you feel about him being in there for that long? Well, and then that 23 hours to 24 hours. Did you, you so did you you watch the interview? I did. Okay, so within that interview, one of the things that he stated, um he was really going over how it happened. Like he's breaking it down cuz we're like how did all this happen? Based on what he's saying, it was almost like a traffic stop, but he felt like he was targeted because of some of the things he heard going on as a, every, as everything is happening. Um, he did mention that um, he heard somebody say, we got savage. Right. Like, he was targeted. So he definitely feels like that he was targeted. Um, but this is a person who has felonies. So it's not like he this is his first time in trouble and now it's coming out. If this was true, if this was accurate, what happened with all these felonies where he was in the system already? And and, and, there, and it, the, what happened? That is a really good point. What happened where he was go, able to go to jail okay. and still get out? Because he has his, multiple felonies. He should, you What's know, he should have been, if he was, if ICE really wanted to deport him, they should have did it when he had the felonies in the first place. They could have found, okay, well, first of all, you had so these. So it leads you to believe that, what I, happened, what's going on now. And that, I think, honestly, and I think, honestly, they may try to use that in the case against him. Like, he did have these previous felonies in, in the past. Therefore, he might not still be able to stay here. And to me, for a person that's been here as long as he has, he he recognizes this place as home. You know what I mean? He's, he does recognize the fact that, yes, he was not born here. He does remember some things of the U.K., but he did he did come over at a young age of, like, I don't, like 12, maybe. Like, he said around 2005, 2006. That's still, like, early I mean, on to still early to remember, true. you know, to remember some very things true. from from you being born in a whole other country, you know. But he's primarily, majority of the time, has been living here. So... I'm always kind of like kind of conflicted with this because it's just like, yes, you have a part of me do blame his mother, his parental guardian, because she did have, you know, him primarily over here. And that when that visa was expired before it even got expired, I'm not sure what happened, but why wasn't it renewed or the case Mm -hmm. may be. And knowing that if once it's expired and you have not renewed it. And you've been living here. You are literally committing but, some type of crime. You but are the thing that crime. was going on is that what was said is that the application to renew it was like in holdups, and then his current visa expired, and then this happened. So it's like again going back to what he said was was I am I being targeted um, for this? Personally, this really does hit home, especially being um, a child of immigrants. Mm-hmm. Um, this definitely hits home, especially, you know, the de- deportation. Right. Because um, it doesn't just affect, you know, it's not just him. He mm-hmm. has kids who he are, children. he has children right. who are here, who are considered American citizens. So this, you know, definitely affects them um, as well. So prayers definitely go out to 21 Savage and his whole, you know, team and family. So I have a question. 
do you not think that even though his children are here, they still won't u- utilize the fact that, yes, he did have a criminal past and that these children also have mothers. Therefore, their mothers are American citizens. Therefore, their children will be okay if he goes back. I mean, speaking again from someone whose parents are immigrants um, and whose parent was deported, um, I definitely feel like all things need to be considered mm-hmm. because, as I was saying, it, it, it doesn't just it's not just him. That's a penalty for a child as well, because you're sentencing them to a life without their father. That's legitly what you're doing. Right. Um, and again, going back to what I was saying previously is that this isn't like a new development. Mm-hmm. He, he's been in the system before. So what happened? What triggered it for you to now say, OK, we need to go get him? But then again, a lot of stuff haven't up until Trump kind of, you know, came into you know office. Um, a lot of things haven't really been triggered in a long time. So when he's enforcing a lot more of these rules like deportation. So, the, so you're saying the rules have always been there. We've just never enforced them. Now that he's in office, we're, we're really coming down well, and enforcing the rules that are already in place. Pretty much. Because ICE has always been there. You know what I mean? I think a lot of, like I said before, it took... Like I said, he's in office and he's so against building this wall. I do think that now that a lot of the rules that we probably did lack on now are being more enforced. And unfortunately, he was one of the people Then we can say. And if that's the case, you know, more people. And, and I hate to be like the person be like, you know, oh, you know, because it happened to us. Then mm-hmm. it can happen to all of us. And let's be real. It, it been happened. It happened for a long time. And it's been happening currently, even like for people who have like people who are so do you think uh, this Mexican is really or just... whatever the case, uh, Mexican or people who haven't been here, uh, who came across illegally, but now has been living here, working, feeding their children, been here for years, now all of a sudden have to go back. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or if there's a child, the child wasn't born and came over illegally. Now they have to go back to something they don't know. That One is, thing I will say... um about this kind of situation is that I don't and, and even going into like the you know children coming over like the Mexican border mm-hmm. um, but even like you were just saying people who have they came over illegally but they've since you know got married they've had kids they live here mm-hmm. and you know now we're trying to send them back there are also laws that are supposed to protect them that we are not enforcing so if we're going to start enforcing laws let's start enforcing all of them and I do, in my opinion and I, and I agree because I agree. there's such thing as an anchor child so basically what that means is that say you know my mother came over and she's here you know illegally and she met an American, they had a kid, and they, they married and had a kid, that child is now an anchor child where you cannot be deported. Now, you'll still be, you know, held responsible. You've got to pay taxes, you know, things like that. But you're going to be considered an American citizen and held to those standards, which means you got to pay taxes. You know, you have to, you know, work and provide. And so it, it not only will help the system, but it will help families. So again, if we're going to start enforcing things, let's enforce everything. Like we can't pick and choose Mm -hmm. um, who we want to enforce them for and who we don't. I think now it's very popular because, you know, 21 Savage is somebody who is well known. Exactly. And so I think in a sense, we're kind of using him as a martyr right now because now everybody's on board with, you know, free 21 Savage and we shouldn't be doing this. But this was just going on with, these Mexican kids. Mm-hmm. This was just going on with, you know, these other families that we didn't speak about. Exactly. And I just saw a video recently of this um, little boy who was just re- reunited with his um, with his father. And it was just so crazy because they both broke down crying. I, I, I was on a verge of tears. I was just like, wow. And for him, I forgot how long they... Um, I forgot how long they didn't see each other, but it was. It, and we're talking say, about children. It's children. not like we're talking about. And you're talking about right. And, you, and for and then to go back to Twenty One Savage, he hasn't for twenty three out of twenty four hours. He's you're on, on lockdown. Lockdown. That's just that would send anybody crazy, especially for you to be you know free one day and then the next day for this to instantly be your life, and for this to be ongoing for ten days. And yeah, so. You have some you have some children, you know, like I said, you have children out here who's probably been there a lot longer than 10 days who don't have the money, the means. You know what I mean? I just feel right. bad. So shout out to 21 Savage, though. He is. Yes. He is free now. There, there It's an ongoing um, trial um, that's going on right now. And hopefully, you know, everything works out for him again. Praying for 21 Savage, um, his family, but also his team who really been working overnight um, for his freedom. And 10 days later, we see him free. Um, so shout out to them. They've definitely been working hard. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. Alrighty. So the Gucci controversial garment. Oh, <sighs> hold on. Now, hold on. 
Okay, wait a second. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, you Gucci lovers. <laughs> Let's just get now, on one accord right now. Now, look. Okay, before this controversial garment came out, I actually like Gucci. You know what I mean? But this ain't the first time Gucci has been in some hot water like this. This hasn't. And, and, and Gucci has had some... I, I, Gucci has had some, okay? <laughs> they have definitely had to, you know... Uh, I think when Gucci had um, had his controversial... Um, with Dapper Dan's designs, and uh-huh. you know, and people were saying, "No, you got this from Dapper Dan," but you know, and give him his credit. And I, a lot of people really got on Gucci for that, and then said, "Yeah, you're right. Dapper Dan did come up with a lot of these styles for back in the day." And so, you know, now they reached out to Dapper Dan to help smooth a lot of this over. And so, first, let's just get to to. To the shrimp and grits, okay? <laughs> Let's get to this main course. Right. Alrighty. So, yes, the Gucci controversial garment has been everywhere. Um, people have been talking about it, raving about it, buzzing about it. Um, so, if you, everybody, just to pick back up, well. everybody don't know, Gucci has this um, sweater, and the sweater covers pretty much half of your face. And on the front of the sweater is literally red lips, and your lips are supposed to actually go through it. And people are saying this is blackface and this is racist and whatnot. Um, a lot of people, a lot of famous people, such as T.I., Soulja Boy, who is infamous for knowing, you know, wearing that Gucci hairband, has all came out and tried to and, and pretty much saying they're disdained for Gucci now. 50 Cent. 50 Cent. Um, T.I. T.I. Um, so a lot of people have definitely came out and just saying, you know, we should— be putting money, uh, more money back into our community anyways mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So um, my whole thing about it, it I, the concept could have been, the concept of it, right, just thinking about it without taking any racial terms out of it, it's kind of, it doesn't look right. I just don't see the point of it. But I do think the idea of having, it could have been, it, it could have been executed a lot better than what it did. Because, you know, now Gucci is going back to the Who 70s. Who is your team that approved this, though? <laughs> like, didn't know, nobody, how many people seen this sketch, seen this in production? Did nobody say anything until we didn't produce, you know, a thousand of these and they're out on the market. And now, you know, like I said, this came out and now there's a problem. Like I said, I nobody see, seen a problem with that? Like I said, I see the, I see the idea where they were trying to go, not necessarily in a racist way, but. I didn't think it could have been executed a whole lot differently. Maybe if they would have had different colors, you know what I mean? Like, okay, instead of having just a black one with red lips, they can have like a white one with green or something of the the nature. Where, but because like, that's not what happened, it, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. That's because what I'm saying. That's too. not what happened. This whole team, this went through all of y'all, and didn't nobody see like nobody with this. right. Like the chain of command, everybody saw this. You know what I mean? Every design, every person that's been together, like, no, this ain't gonna be cool. You know what I mean? You and know, that's where even the advertising, like team, you advertised this. You didn't see a problem. Like you didn't see something coming back from this. And then I'm I'm explain what I think afterwards. But Simone, what you think? Oh, also we have Simone. Um, she is one third of the pop culture critics. Um, she was actually supposed to be in our last podcast but she couldn't make it but now she's here go ahead hey Simone introduce yourself for the good people please I'm Simone (laughs) (laughs) and um all right Simone and how do you feel um about the Gucci controversial honestly I can't afford that shit any fucking way (laughs) so you know I mean I do see it them being as a racist brand Mm -hmm. but I can't afford it. So, <laughs> not right now, at least. And I probably never will. I can't I, afford it. I can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't afford it. So, you know, but honestly, like, all jokes aside, like, I honestly think it's... It, um, I say, like, they... Yeah, they fucked up. You know, I, I honestly, they period. fucked up. They period. Either way, they could have did different colors, but they didn't. They had to, you know, uh, review this and yep. the team. The advertising see, team yeah. didn't see it. Nobody seen it. They didn't, didn't obviously didn't care. They all they just want to make money right. and stuff like that. And then on top of that, like amongst of what's going on right now in this country, we got a racist ass president. Mm-hmm. So of course the white people. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I'm saying. Let me let me rephrase that. The racist, the mega, the mega, the uh, MAGA. Yes, mm-hmm. they um, they you know they don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they they you know this is a we in a really bad racist time right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they the the brand really cared about. <laughs> About I what do black think this say. is something that should have been addressed a long time ago. Like mm-hmm. we should not, we shouldn't 
use this as a ploy to say, oh, man, we should now start pouring money into, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or funding our own businesses, funding our this own is clothing purpose. line. This is something this that should have This should have been. It's happened. This shouldn't. I, I appreciate it now happening, but it should not have taken this for that to happen. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, we got a lot of brands out here that's doing some racist shit on the, on the low. Let's talk like... about it. Because Prada, <laughs> Prada, with your little monkey on the side, with your oh, red lips. Honestly, yes. honestly, Pr- Prada, honestly. what I, happened? The thing is with that one, right. I'm still trying to, I'm still iffy on that one. Montclair. Montclair. Now, Montclair. Yes. Now, hey, Mont- you just bold face. Come on. Come on. They, you they, bold face they just bold. did it. They that, yeah. You gave I'm it not, eyes and Montclair, everything. Mon- <laughs> you just both did it. Now, Montclair, now that one is undisputable. Okay, that, that's that's one that we just not going to touch on that one because that one is obviously in our face. You know what I mean? But the monkey on the side one, that one, to me, I, I'm not sure. I didn't really take it as racist. Um, I don't see nothing racist really about But if it. you understand the the the, back, the history of what black people have been going, going through and, I under, right. and we are compared to monkeys, that is some racist shit. <laughs> I mean, but I wasn't. So, for me, when I looked at it, when I saw they that, they could put a giraffe challenge. on that bitch. It could. Here, and again, <laughs> this goes back to what we were just saying. It's not like you just produce a, diff, a a whole bunch of animals. You produce one monkey, one goddamn monkey, one. This, okay, this, you didn't make this, a monkey, a giraffe, a, a this go back to cheetah. H&M. This go back to H and M. Okay. Okay, now, honest, now listen, I don't know about black people now going on these days because they could have been supposed to been boycott H&M. Okay. People still shopping there. Which putting, I don't, putting the child in, um, what was the, 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 the name on the front of it? Coolest monkey around. Yeah, coolest monkey around. Yeah, yeah the black child. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and we were supposed to boy- boycott that shit, but, you know, I don't know what happened. Something. We were supposed to boycott the Super Bowl. Okay, we were supposed to boycott a lot of shit, but my thing is. I'm not going to hold you. I was it's, watching. It's it's like okay we're gonna do this and we're gonna do this bandwagon but ultimately it's gonna cook everybody going or coming together this is similar to if we're gonna protest something let's take it all the way back to montgomery but see, uh, our bus boycotting our whole everybody was boycotting i'm not taking the bus if i gotta if they they out here carpooling they out here walking and rain and everything else like they were determined to make a point and until everybody gets on one accord to be determined to make a point I don't think that there's going to be... Be determined, not be lazy. Okay, because there are a lot of conveniences that present itself because I'm not going to hold you up. It's convenient if you're at the mall and there's an H&M there. It's convenient to shop there rather than maybe a black-owned store that, you know, sells some bomb products. I love to support black-owned businesses. Um, But because of that convenience and it being in the mall, it automatically presents itself like, oh, we can go in there. But Mm -hmm. if you stand your ground, everybody's talking about, oh, stand your ground. If you actually stand your ground, what a difference. What a a difference. We make up over half of the, the, the buying market. So if if I'm not giving you my money, you're going to pay attention. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. And that's money talks. Okay? okay. At the end of the day, period. <laughs> money talks. And and period. People, money don't talks. Understand. people don't understand that nowadays. Like money do talk. It, this ain't, it ain't. Okay. It's saying. Oh, that. <laughs> so what did you, it say to uh, you? Okay. Like, okay. It says go. It says bye. <laughs> it, says, it says bye. But other than that, I understand. I do think that we. As black people in general, we there is should we be like we need to be we serious. need to come onto a core and that's right why support. and that's why we keep going we keep going through history. I mean the same shit over and over in different eras and shit like but that. I think we that, not taking it serious. I think how our ancestors did back in the day. We need to take it serious. I do we think need to with really the age of together. social media, definitely uh, with the age of social media, though our words have gone everywhere. You know what I mean? As far as but the awareness of it, you making think sure our that ancestors companies didn't have social media and the powerful statements that they made. We were supposed to capitalize on that and, and, and further it, adding social media to it. But again, because of convenience, because of laziness, and we can't get on one accord, that didn't happen. But you got to think, our ancestors did not have Instagram and Facebook. No, they didn't even have, the internet wasn't even thought of back then. So, no. but my thing is, like I'm, like I'm trying to say, my thing is, though, now that we have social media, we mm-hmm. should be able to do it a lot more better. Like, and we have tried we, we have done it, like they and did. we have done it. You know what I mean with Black Lives Matter and everything and protesting. So I do think we are able to because we have done it before with the age of social media. But I do think though, 
if we're going to stand our ground and protest and actually be it, we should do it and actually put our words and our actions and our money behind it. Agreed. You know what I mean? So It's not as easy as you put it. And, and, and it's I'm, not as easy as you and put I'm, it. And I understand that, too, because like she said, it's convenient. Mm-hmm. It's very convenient for me to go to the Kroger, then to the to the store that be maybe local, maybe black owned down the street. You know what I mean? Or it may be convenient for me to go to the H&M because H&M may have a better deal. But it's than... also just we're comfortable. Yep, that's what it is. Yeah, we're that's, comfortable. That's true too. I'm like I said, it's, it's still in the matters that and then comfortability. Because I know Kroger got what I want, but I, I don't want to go. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to experiment. That's for ten deal, okay. right? Kroger be having it. I'm all right. Yes. I know I'm going for that these, 10 for 10. these businesses have deals. Okay, and right. if you go to a black store, okay, they There's want no all discounts. your money. Your discounts. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think that's why it's so hard for us to to stand our. But why do we always have to ask for a discount? Just support. Period. Guys, the, right now we just fucked up like oh, just support well, my period eyes got big, right? <laughs> <laughs> we fucked up I mean shit it's hard to live out here it's hard it's mm. hard to survive nowadays it's everything's expensive the cost of living everything like that everything so like- I think that's also the reason why we can't even you know what I'm saying do this simple little thing which is boycott Gucci you and know, I, well, I can't. Like I, can't I said, that it. also takes a, you know some time too. But you know, how much time do we need? But shout okay. out to the, much, like. But how much time do we need? Okay, we in 2019. God damn it! We, I'm still waiting on people to get mad about these cops killing black people. I mean, we are, black we, boys. Still, we are. I'm still mad about that. I'm still waiting on something that, you know powerful as let's you know what I'm saying let's let's make a stand right. and let's just end this shit. Like mm-hmm. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm, we are making strides. I'm not going to No, the it. fuck we ain't. I think, no. <laughs> no, I, no, I think we are making strides, though, in a better place. Like I said, we have a bigger voice than we once did before because of the age of social media. Our messages are getting a lot, you know, further, a lot quicker, a lot. You know what I mean? So I do think that there are strides that is coming. I just think it's not coming in the way that we wanted to, as fast as we wanted to. Agreed. But, you but know, we also, because we are, because of the convenience that we have now to look back on history because we weren't a part of that, like, I'm sure that that did not, that didn't happen overnight. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Like, that was something that was a process as well. There was funding involved. There was planning involved. And that's where we need to be. We can't think that something that took years and years and years um, to establish is going to be broken or, or the thought process behind racism is going to be changed in one month, two, mm-hmm. two years, yeah. three years. It's not going to happen. But like you were saying, if we continue to chip away at it, if we continue to talk about it, if we can continue to keep it relevant and, right. and keep the conversation going, because let's be honest, when things are not as popular as they were, we let them fade away. But if we allow them, right, (laughs) you know what I mean? If we allow them to really stay in the forefront, continue having the conversations, whether they're hard, whether they're discomfortable or uncomfortable, whatever that may be, I think we'll begin to see the change. But we can't expect to see it overnight because it didn't happen overnight. Right. And so let's move on to our next topic to the Aladdin movie, the Aladdin. Aladdin movie. When I saw, let me tell you, when I saw that movie trailer, I was just like, what? They about to fuck this movie. I was like, what is, now, I got a little bit excited. But I was here for Will, though. Like, I I was too. I I was here for Will being Aladdin. I love Will Smith. Mm -hmm. I just, no, listen. No, him and CGI don't go together. Okay, like, him and CGI, him and animation no, don't go. Don't go. They I, don't mix for some reason. But I'm I do like real. Will Smith. I'm, gonna, I'm I going do, to see the movie. I'm going to see the movie. And we will talk about Disney it. Disney get my coin. Okay? okay? They get my coin. Every superhero she, movie come out. I'll they, wait till that bitch go on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> they will still she, get your coin even then. Okay. It's That's not my account. And <laughs> <laughs> it's not my account. Uh, I am not about to be paying for no <laughs> bullshit ass movie. No, I, I just, can tell that movie's on some bullshit. Just how they how, uh, they edit that motherfucker. That nigga face didn't even match with the fuck. They could have did a little bit better. Might than I that. tell you when I saw that, I was just looking at the, I'm like, but wow. maybe it was a teaser. Like they're just trying to get us warmed up. No, nah, fuck that. That shit look like the Photoshop. teaser is supposed to do what, Josh? It's supposed to tease it's, us. It's, it's supposed to bring us. It's supposed to Not lure us in. It's, it's supposed, supposed to lure to, us in. That shit <laughs> lure us in. No, he said bully me. It's bully me. <laughs> like I was just like, look. Them, shout out to Robin Williams because he did an excellent job. Yes, as like Jeannie. you are. He, he, I, he, he just in. You cannot replace him. There's never going to be another Robin. Will Robin Smith. Williams. No. I am excited because he's another big personality. But yes. at the end of the day, I don't think he fit that movie. 
I don't think he. I, I, when I, I was excited when I learned that he was going to be Aladdin, though. I yeah, feel like too. he was. He is a good Aladdin, especially with his animation and just his his character. Period. I feel like he's a good choice for Aladdin. It's going to be genie. Oh yeah, genie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for genie. <laughs> I said Aladdin. <laughs> for genie. For genie. I think it's going to be in the execution. Um, of this it's what is going to I'm make a, it or break it I'm gonna give it a chance I'm, I'm gonna give it a chance I'm gonna give it a chance but I definitely we will talk about it though right. yes we will and I, I will if this ooh that's some bullshit if you ask me to go to the movies with you and I say yes which I am because our bitch gonna have coins by then <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go I will go listen I'm we on all, air we saying gonna make, this we gonna make a pop culture critics movie list that yes. we, so we can all go together oh, you guys gotta let us know what now. you think as well Look, I'm not a movie person you know this you know I ain't a movie person. You can sit through Did a movie. Barely. I'm like my son. I want to go see... Okay. We're going to move on to the next topic, but we're going to see a lot. We're going to put, it in okay, that, we to, put together a nice little list for all of us to go see. Leave it in li- the comments if it's something else you guys want us to see and talk about. Period. Um, Jesse Smollett updates. <gasps> oh, baby! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Go ahead. Listen. That is a, that's a bunch of bullshit. Why you think it's bullshit? I'm very disappointed in that man. Why are you disappointed? Because first of all, why or whoever is behind on the case, why the fuck this man said two white guys. Well, wait a minute. Let's go back to the last podcast because I asked you. I said I would be I surprised guys, if it was two black guys. I asked you guys, do you feel like if you watch when you watch the video, I thought that it was two black guys. And oh, I, I asked him, there was a she video, asked, she asked me, and I did and she, ask, do you guys feel like it's two black guys? In the video, I feel like there was two black guys from what I've seen. I wanted their opinion on it. Oh, and it turns out now. that there are two black men that have been arrested and, said, and detained and, and are under investigation. They, they have not been they they charged. Let they let right. them they were go. charged. So, so what ended up happening, just everybody know, Jesse Smollett in the whole situation with that, um, he said that two people had attacked him coming out of a stubway um, around 2 o'clock in the morning. First of all, what um, you doing over there? Oh, Anyway, he said he was hungry and got him a sub. Okay, all this money that man uh, made. Wait, 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 okay, wait. Go okay, ahead, go ahead. No, let me show. So up, anyway, me show so anyway, he said that you know he was hungry. He went to subway, got mobbed, not mobbed, but beat up, and you know then rest is history, right? But now that it's coming out, they did have two people in mind, two Nigerian men. Um, they first they got a warrant to you know go into their home, and everything of that nature, arrested them, and then. Um, and <clears throat> and so right now, the two Nigerian men, let's see, I'm trying to get their names, picked up Ola and Abel, the, those are their names, at the O'Hare Airport. And it says a source revealed to the site that the next step might be a lineup where Jesse will be asked to identify his attackers. Ola appeared on the second season of Empire as a prison inmate. At the moment, it's unclear how they know Jesse. But it's worth mentioning that Jesse does not follow Abel on Instagram. First of all, this motherfucker's on Empire. How the fuck you not know who the hell you work with? I mean, they're extras, though. It's not like you know everybody on set. They're extra. They're not a main character. They already got a name in in the show. That's true. And so, I just... And then now that they got arrested, but now they just got released because the, the police... They stated that they did not have anything to do with it and charges were dropped. So I'm kind of relieved because I just did not want this to be too. And they seem like pretty. They seem like pretty nice guys. Fuck that! That man has look. He been silent for days. He made it big. Jesse, what his name is? Jesse. 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 Yeah, he made it big. He, Mm. you know, what I'm saying he made this well known and big by his silence. So everybody thought he was really bad, like injured and shit like that. Uh, honestly, in my opinion, because there's some too fine ass black men. But before he, <laughs> before he spoke out, though, his siblings were speaking out on for his him. Uh, for for him. And but that's different versus that's 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 not even no better because it's like you you're the person that got that's the victim. They he still didn't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? He still was silent, and because he was so angry as shit, if he wanted to end this shit, like look, I'm good, whatever. Y'all don't have to worry about me. He would have, you know, he could have got on social media and on his phone and, you know, made a little caption on Instagram talking about, I'm good, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But because he was silent, this had made, like, this, it, it just, it looked bad. It looked really bad. And then he got on TV want to talk about it. 
I mean, he wanted to get I mean, it was addressed. You know what I mean? It, it had he, been addressed he, before he, could, he got on TV, though. He did address it, but he, he did it at last Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he was on stage saying, yeah, he did at a know, show at he one had of the shows. And he, yeah, but who, who all was watching that? <laughs> I, I mean, people, the people that were there obviously recorded it, you know what I mean? But he was a person who was attacked, and then now he's, you know, on stage performing. Man, so, fuck that. I think that man <laughs> wanted some dick. <laughs> I, I think mean, he wanted some dick. I ain't gonna, gonna lie. Sit here. I'm not gonna sit here and say that's not a possibility, too, because he could be out there looking for street meat. He but, good up. Um, good up. Those but, two fine black men. Two fine. Is, I, fine do wanna believe, I do want to believe Jesse when he said he really was attacked um, on some... No, that's sad. Some that homo- broke my heart. Some racist, homophobic type shit. So, mm-hmm. shout out to Jesse. I just want to just, you know, say... As this story develops, this, we will continue to talk about it. So, if you guys have questions, we definitely... Thank you. I won't answer them. Monique and Steve Harvey. Oh, child. I want to talk about this. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, 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 I'm very happy. Okay. That they, t- they talked. Okay. Very happy. Very, very, very happy. King of comedy and the queen of comedy coming together to yes. squash the beef. Yeah. I, am, I just felt like his. I felt like the conversation though was a little bit condescending on Steve Harvey's end. So I just felt like he's saying that he has to put down, he has to put aside his integrity and the fact that to in order to make it. And then, I understand what he was trying to say in order to make it in Hollywood, but she was like, first, I need to. But have amongst my other black people, like her point is that I am amongst other. Everybody she's naming is within this black com- community. black community. Right. So Lee Daniels, um, Oprah Winfrey, Tyler Perry, all these people are mega names within the you know black culture, mm-hmm. within the culture period. But you know, my majority black culture, right. and so. For you to say that I have to put my integrity aside as another, as somebody who's in this culture with you, who's in this fight with you against, you know, hypocrisy and stereotypes and everything else that come up against us just being black, just having melanin. You're telling me I have to set my integrity aside. I really feel like this is a fight that's been fought before. um, And watching this, them going back and forth on the show really put me in the mindset of just the differences between Malcolm and Martin. Mm hmm. And and even Steve Harvey and now Steve Harvey Monique she, she was like right now we're brother and sister and right now mom and dad is gone and I really want to punch you in your face or whatever the case may be and honestly I didn't really look at it as a brother and sister type of no I didn't conversation either, for real. I didn't really look at it as a brother sister conversation I looked at it as some an, another just another person telling Monique no. Put your attitude. Whatever you're trying to fight about, it needs to be put to the side because it's, but I think there's another money problem with it is that a I lot mean, of people you know felt what? like it was her husband. Like her husband put her. He took over as her management, and then everything kind of started going downhill for her as far as that? her saying no and things like that. Do you feel? How do y'all feel about that? Do you feel like her husband? Yeah, I, I probably think, shit because she not. She's not. But she, I feel like she's her own woman. She's always been that person who you know she's going to, if she got some foul stuff to, de- to say, she's going to say it. So she's been known to have her own opinion. I don't feel like this is the the opinion of her husband. I think them being married, their opinions are alike or joint at least um, because they're married in their unit. But I feel like she's always had her own opinion Mm -hmm. and this is a a reflection of her own opinion Mm -hmm. and her really taking a stand against there are and and Steve Harvey even addressed it there are definitely some injustices that go on some stereotypes that go on that go on and some things that are acts of you that you really you know are are integrity based that you like probably should say no to um, but you don't because of that coin which is what he was getting at like at the end of the day if you want to make this coin it's either going to be integrity or coin and to that I mean I would just say, so what do you say to Colin Kaepernick? You came out of somebody who was in support of Colin Kaepernick. Thank you. Colin Kaepernick just won a lawsuit. Um, this just, just won came a lawsuit, out. But they this paid, just came and out. Also, somebody else is like, yeah, he may have won a lawsuit, but he still they still pay for his silence. And honestly, to be quite honest, but for he kept part, his integrity and got paid, which is what he was wanting to do. Honestly, he got paid and didn't have to step a foot on the field, which is his job. Mm-hmm. Period. And the thing is. They have not really resigned him as a, a football player. Correct. You know what I mean? So he could still he can, now he can still be um um can, listed or picked up on the team. But a lot of people a lot of people don't want that on his don't want a person like Colin Kaepernick on the team. Which is it, stupid. But that's like saying you don't want Marshawn Lynch on the team. Marshawn Lynch also was like, look, <laughs> I'm not I'm, standing I'm, for this. He, he, he was uh, the, his. Uh, he was like, I'm just here so I won't get fined. <laughs> 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 he was like, I'm just here so I won't get fined. Every, keep every, it real. Keep it honest. This is I, if I leave this or if I sit down or if I protest or if I have an opinion, I'm fine. So what you're saying is shut up and be an athlete. That's and, and that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. Shut up and be an athlete. Steve Harvey was saying to Monique, just shut, shut up and be a comedian. Period. And I just feel like. 
Steve Harvey. I don't know. Like you I said, I just felt like he was very together. condescending in his in the way he was trying. He was coming at Monique. Even though I do, I am glad that they had a conversation. Definitely, and I'm, I'm do. I am glad. That and he, he admitted it was long overdue. He. Yeah, like, y'all telling me I'm not wrong behind the scenes, but then saying something opposite on in public and because that's, you gotta get that money. <sighs> it is a fine line between integrity. So would and you, to if you was in Steve Harvey's shoes, would mm-hmm. you, would you shut the fuck up and got your money? <laughs> or would I mean, you, that's essentially that what Steve right? said he did. That's essentially what he did. Yeah, so and but, he came out and said. If you want to make this money, you're going to play by their rules and make this money. And it kind of just depends on how you're looking at it. If you if you approach it in a way um, of Steve Harvey, um, I think what he meant to say or, or his intention um, of it was to say, come in under their terms, but infiltrate it mm-hmm. so that you can you can, you know, bring your sister, your sisters and your brothers into this. And I could see that, too, because so I think has, that's where it was supposed know, to go, but it didn't go that people. way. Same with Tyler Perry. Oprah Winfrey, Lee Daniels, they have hired like you gotta start a lot of your black foot in the door playing their game. Them, but at the same time, to say that on camera. To so say I that, think his point was you have to meet them where they are and play their game if you're trying to get your foot in the door. Yeah. However, you have to know where you are and you have to know the power that you have because there's a point where Oprah and Tyler Perry all stepped out and was like, okay, now I'm gonna do this on my own. Right. So just one more thing. Which gave them their <clears throat> voice. Because right. we gotta wrap up pretty soon. Just one more thing. With um you stated that you stated that with um not Oprah, not Oprah Winfrey. Not Tyler Lee, Perry. Tyler, you said that when he was when he infiltrating, right? Do you feel like Beyonce has done the same? Why she didn't speak out a lot of times too, um, when there were injustices and things of that nature. I think now she's earned the she's in a place right now where she's fought and she's earned Gee. that that title as the voice. Mm-hmm. So now when she says something, you listen. If she you know posts something or if she's in support of something, we talked about it um in in the last show that now she's on a vegan kick and she's you know giving people the opportunity um to not only be come vegans and get healthier, but also there's incentive to it. Yeah, there's an incentive to it, but because of her voice. Who did not look into being a vegan just for them tickets? Like, come on. She not me. <laughs> She's like, I like meat. <laughs> I, I, like, I like meat too much, yeah. But no, like, there are some people that did look into that, like, okay, I'm going to be vegan. Just yeah, I'm not going to hold you up. I love tickets. meat, but I, I thought about becoming vegan, you know, just for the tickets. I'm not going to hold and you up. And nobody said after you win, you can't go back to meat. You know? So. You can't? You can. you can. Oh, you can. There's no rule. Oh, that's not, that's I not didn't a rule. Know about that part. Hold on. Now. <laughs> uh, this is what I'm saying. Like, I think she's earned. Now she's at a, pl- a place where she infiltrated and she came in under their terms. But now, because of that work ethic and because of her grind, she can speak up and have a voice and we listen. Yeah. And I think that's where Steve Harvey was coming from is that you need to be, you need to infiltrate this and you infiltrate, need to get do in. Do your groundwork. Yeah, you need to do your groundwork and really get in before you can voice an opinion like mm-hmm. you're voicing an opinion. Mm-hmm. She's been doing that. That's what I'm saying. She, she's, she's been, been in the game for a long ass time. Right. But long to know where she is time. right now in, in, like now in movies, you don't really have that clout. I appreciate didn't you she standing win, up. Didn't she win a Grammy? Uh, or Oscar, Oscar? Oscar. She won an Oscar. She did. So she has to, well, maybe that got to her head. Maybe she felt like. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Head. I think she just wanted, she wanted. She to, just she wants want, to change. She like, wanted the due diligence. Done, I think there's you know, a specific way to do it her. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, thank you so much for you guys for listening to the Pop Culture Critics. And before we let you go, you know we got to give you guys some jewels of wisdom. So, Josh just, Jules. Josh Jules. We got to <laughs> give you guys some jewels of wisdom. Um, so, I, and we talked a lot today about um, just our, our ancestors and that fight that it seems like we're continuously fighting. Mm-hmm. I just kind of want to leave you with um, the seed um, of your pride. Um, was planted by those who had to choke on theirs. Mm. So I need you to voice your opinion. You need to to voice what your ancestors didn't have the opportunity to voice because they they had to die to theirs in order for you to do it. So definitely, you know, speak up. Don't hold your voice. But there is also a way to do it. Don't be just out here, you know, voicing your opinion to an empty crowd because mm-hmm. who did that reach exactly mm-hmm. so definitely understand your surroundings understand your platform mm-hmm. and speak your voice mm-hmm. period well once again thank you so much ladies for coming out thank you for having thank me thank you so much guys for listening until we meet again until we meet again this Pop is Josh signing off this is Damo signing off and this is Simone <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much